I visited him before. I made, I made it look like I was the real dealer. You guys are not spoken to that. Wearing the way I carry myself, the way I, I just started to behave, like, you guys are not shit, Mark. Yeah. The, I'm the real dealer. You know when, when the, the, the one day we don't spoon it, that was why I, I, I basically turned the thing around. Like, I am the real dealer and you guys are not shit. So, the way you really embody yourself yeah. is, is, to, is to have the value that people, people want. Yeah, and they can come to you. Yeah. Value so that people like in fact you don't have that shouting for yourself. Yeah, you are valuable. Yeah, naturally, you attract certain attractive. Yeah, and once you have a skill that you can, you can, you can monetize something great yeah. for yourself, people will come and you really want to think like, I don't yeah. want to, you know. I want to call the attention of the world towards that thing that they look as imperfect. And I think clarity is all about knowing what you want and going after yeah, it. Yeah, true self. I want to help 10 million people communicate their big ideas. very shallow. Yeah. You think that the entire stuff I'm getting from this particular business is profit. We feel seen, we feel valued. And the marketing is done perfectly well. And service is easier. What exactly do you wish happens on earth because she exists? Welcome to this episode of Clarity Podcast. And today, just like every episode, is special. I have someone amazing today in the house with me, and she's one of the most hardworking person. If you would say hard work in a dictionary, if there has to be a picture, it has to be this person. She is a product designer, UIUX designer. She's one person that has been able to gather a lot of skills in less than two years. She's one of the most incredible people I've ever seen. And that's what she, she she's one of those people that you that's the actual legal spirit, the oscillating spirit to actually put the energy into stuff. And today I have in the house with me, Juice. Juice, what's up? How are you doing? Hi. Hi. Fine. So Juice, you 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 it's my pleasure to be to be here with you. Because you're not I'm not the one that you are not you're not the one here. I'm here with you. <laughs> and anyways, so um I, I I want to just quickly dive into this also all stuff because um you know, we we got to know each other like about two years ago, and you know, so that empty now. I've seen you do a lot of amazing things. But before we we we, we go on with the whole thing, I just like asking people about their names. What's up with Jews? What does Jews mean? I I want to understand. Well, um, when I, I think it was twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah, I I have a friend. I think he's Abisola. Okay. Then I think we're just like trying to look for a name for my, I think it was my Instagram account. Okay. Yeah, then I think we went with, now my third name is Okolake. We tried to tweak the name, but okay. it wasn't working. Okay, we found one funny name, but I can't even remember exactly. Then she just saw Jules. Hmm. Yeah, Jules Baby. And I was like, I think I'll go with this. Yeah. I just thought, yeah. Then she started calling me Jules. I think that was what got the name sticking. She was the one that kept calling call it Jules, Jules, Jules. Yeah. It makes sense to have someone around that can actually, you know, help. Yeah. yeah. And and that's 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 amazing. I really want to want to ask this question because it, it, it it's one thing that a lot of people actually want to know. I want to know, you know, because I know you as a geologist. Like you, you studied in school as a geologist. I want to understand what what exactly is. Does geology have to do with product design and uh, UI UX design? How did you switch from being a geologist to being a product designer? I, I want to understand what's up. What was the what's the process? How did you get there? What was the correlation? I think when when 
I was trying to get into school and oh, I, I wanted to be a medical doctor. Actually, I wanted to be a soldier, a neurosurgeon. Surgeon. I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, yeah. True. So I applied to medicine and soldiering and all of that. Then my school wasn't high enough, so I had to switch courses. Yeah. And by the time I wanted to switch courses, you know, I was feeling like I went out with my school now, I was feeling very strong. When everybody was switching courses, I was still feeling like I was doing it. Yeah. So it was after the computering, then I had, was it, I can't remember, six days, seven or I can't remember, but it wasn't high enough for the course. Okay. I had to switch. So because it was already late, the courses left with those. Then okay. educational courses. So out of the world of the courses, I, I think it was the only thing that brought to me geography and geology. Okay. So I just decided to pick geology because I felt it was more professional. Okay. Get, yeah, so that was why I picked geology. Okay. So I don't be lying, I found design. Yeah. Oh, I want to understand. How exactly did you find design? Because, you know, a lot of people just, um, everybody's journey, creative journey is different. I want to understand, like, what caught your eyes in design? And why did you say that? Okay, like, design is what I want to be doing right now. I don't want, like, this geology, I've spent years studying in the university. Um, I don't, like, I don't know about it for now. Let me just uh, work on design. What exactly did you see? What did you notice that made you feel like, okay, I was the design? I don't know if I've been told this story before, but how I my style my business at all. Okay. <laughs> So I think it was twenty twenty. Yeah. I was I don't know, even we were at one or now, so I was so into show anything. Because I understand I learned um GIS. I I mean I can't say, I can call myself a GIS analyst to some extent. Okay. Yeah. Not GIS, but someone like with us. Yeah, geographic information system. Okay. Basically, geographic what? Geographic information system. system. Okay. Yeah, using um separate to solve special problems basically. Okay. So it was around that time also I Started my business, started getting shoe online, fashion wears. Okay. So, you know, now I had to like create. Although I didn't know it was brand identity at that point, but I had to create like a logo that was when I, I I got into design. Not like got into, but like I was trying to do something for myself. So, yeah. And I'm kind of, yeah, I won't call myself perfection, but I always like everything to be like. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. So, I was always refining and refining and refining. In fact, I was always going to watch videos on how to use Canva to do this, to do that. So, oh. you know how? For me, just and I started Canva first. Yeah. Now that was then. I think it was when I was trying to watch, get learn more, and I felt like, I, I think I like this stuff. And it was something that I could do at home. I know, like, I don't know how to explain. All I needed at that point was just my system. Yeah. yeah. So it was something that I could do and finally your the post yeah. disposal, yeah. Yeah. So that was how I started designing and I realized I got, I got to know about you and the plan. Like yeah, I want to understand like what you know, because design is very, very broad. You know, from marketing design, social media design, right design, UIDX design. I want to understand like why exactly did you have to like go for products design itself? What exactly did you see? Because I understand that like here yeah, right now you have to yeah, because of what you have to do for yourself, you, you you have to go into design and all of those things because you have to do something for yourself. Because you naturally don't have like a sales speed ability to pay somebody to actually do that for you. And you have to look for it for yourself. So I want to understand like now you're in design already. You are doing some things for yourself. Yeah. So what made you feel like okay like yeah this 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 UI UX is that one I want, so I want to go for. Yeah, it's about like building products that like 
uh, are usable, okay. functional, and like, they still they still meet the business need that's scaling their revenue. Yeah, you know, having stable and uh, having and uh, stable customer. I can't remember the exact word. Okay. Yeah. So I I just feel like. There are a lot of apps that you start along the line. You know, actually, I was trying so many things. Yeah. There are a lot of apps that you start along the line, and I feel like could be better. Okay. I feel like the way I entered design was why I picked UI at mm. the end of the day. You okay. Know, there were so many apps that I felt could be better and frustrating apps. Yeah. Do you get? So I don't feel like, and I was reading through all of them, and I felt like, wow. This, 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 this could be better. Yeah. 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 This it's... could be better. You get? Yeah. So that was why I just feel like, let me just start to learn. How to make this actually better? Yes. Yeah. I, I think that like, that's like one thing that um like a lot of people don't have. People just go into stuffs because of their own selfish gain. Yeah. Be, uh, and I noticed that like you had to create design because you saw a problem and you wish you could solve it. And that's like one thing that like <laughs> you have a purpose in like in the reason you went into design. And that's like top notch, excellent. But so somewhere like you. So let me get into the like like the major questions I really want to ask you. Now so I want to ask you like. Becoming a UI designer in less than two years because I know that like um your 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 skill acquisition um process was very fast because I was someone that was up close looking at you and all of those things. It was very fast. How were you able to create the strategy to learn and become um if so to, to get a professional level um design and skills in less than two years. How are you able to do that? Because we've heard people talk about you need 10,000 hours and all of those things to actually uh, be a professional at something or gain mastery at something. But you have been able to like, not just be productive, but have um, do amazing projects that is mind-blowing in less than two years. How are you? How have you been able to acquire that kind of skill? How were you able to acquire that kind of skill? I would just say like, I... I was wrong. I, I don't know if praise myself at this point, but I'll say I was wrong. I was not stopping. Okay. I was not stopping. I started with uh, UX design. Okay. So I feel like that's what even really helps me. You know, it was not, at that point, it was not even about flashy design. It was about the functionality. It was about how usable the product were at that point. But that's what UX is about. Yeah. You know, I started learning about how the things that like make make people not want to use the product, not about designing it at that point. Mm. The reasons behind the design process. Mm. That, that, that that's why I started with. So I started taking courses. I was listening to podcasts. You know, I I, I read articles. I read a lot of articles. You get right. so psychology of design. So the things that I like started with mm-hmm. for like I don't know six months, which yeah. was over. I was not stopping basically. Right. I started with UI like, okay. I, I I didn't go into UI based like role creating the screen and all that. Yeah. Started with UX design. That's where the whole process behind this the design process is. That's where I started with UX design, the whole psychology of design. Okay. You know, I, I took courses, I, I learned, I, I, I read articles, listened to some podcasts, you know. Yeah. I I would just say like this, like for you, because a lot of people watch those things and they are still not able to pull off, you know, the, the level of um creativity in two years, in three years. I want to understand like what exactly did you what work do you put into this? Because yeah, we've had these advices, you know, read books and all of those things. But what exactly because I know that like there must be tons and tons of practicing hours. Like what exactly did you put to work that made you um 
this excel because i've seen some of your projects like some of these projects that you've done like and they wow me because i i got to test one of your like um food app at a particular time yeah and it was mind-blowing because of you were just starting at that point and you marveled like like i was marveled like with the um level of excellence and uh, usability in the old stuff like what exactly did you do how much work did you put into these things that made you feel that that made you get that good like like i said i i i, I never stopped okay. I, I, I honestly i was always on on my system on design you know just kept practicing when when i started you know i said i started in ui design yeah. so when i finally felt like okay i think it's, it's high time i just try to so yeah. i i watched reviews i i honestly i i watched reviews i practiced so much i practiced every i, I would tell everybody in the one every day i was always on my system you know there, there's this thing about me that if if i want to do something I started design. I find when I I feel like I have started something even before I went into it. You know, yeah. mentally, I I had started the project in your mind. Yes, yeah. I was I was already into UI even before I started doing it physically. So like it was already in my head and everything. So I did something that reminisced over it over over and over and over. Do you understand? Yeah. I feel like that that was how it was. Yeah. So, so like, I was prepared mentally. So when I just got into it, I was. It was just doing. Yeah, it was like inside, like you were inside, like gross the old stuff. Yeah. And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people just don't know. Like, it's not just about, you know, the drive to, to do stuff. It's about, like, how much of you yourself is into that stuff. Yeah. Because you won't just say that, okay, yeah, I want to really learn this. Because I've had people, I've had a lot of people say, yeah, I want to learn your UX. Um, I didn't talk about, like, the fact that she wants to learn your UX at a particular time. And, after like a few months, I asked her, she said that well, like I wasn't able to, she just gave one or two excuses about the old stuff. And I think that it takes, it takes a lot of courts to say that like, yes, I am going to do this and you dedicate yourself to yeah. it. Because um, in this time and age that we are right now, we have a lot of activities. Yeah. I believe that you, you were still in school when you started yeah. this whole thing. And you know, the as activities of your school, your school activities didn't stop you from saying that like, yes, oh, I'm tired. I just came back from class, oh, this and that and all of those things. And I think that it takes like more than just um, usual um, commitments to do that kind of thing. It takes dedication and discipline. Because I've seen you multiple times spending hours and hours and hours working on stuff. Because if there is somebody that like like is hardworking, I believe I'm one of the people that like I can say like, yes, I'm hardworking, like I can go all night without working. But most times I will leave you there working and when I wake up, I'll still meet you working. You know, I had this discussion with um Dino Joshua too at a particular time and uh, and, and with with Warren. We're talking and it was like we're talking like Jules just will not stop. Like all night, she just keeps on working. And we just feel like, you know, I, I personally from my point of view, I feel those are the things that as we, you know, set your skill um to to, to be that sharp. Because it, you can't just you can't just Say that you want to learn something and uh, they just say you're watching videos and all of this things. You can watch videos and learn everything. But if you don't actually put it to work, yeah. It, it, it will do no good for you. Yeah. I've watched a lot of things. I've really read a lot of books. If I was able to actually put all of those things to work. Yeah. I would I would I would I'm out on that what you just said, practice. I I I worked on so many projects when I started. Mm-hmm. I worked on a music app. I 
I created over close to 30 screens on that project. Mm-hmm. I work on a furniture in AR, VR, and project. I've no, I've, I've not entirely like released that project, but almost it's ready. I can say it's ready. I, I spent weeks mm-hmm. on that project. I worked on the food app that I said. I, the, around that time, I met the developer that helped me develop it kind of. So, those were like, the, I had other different projects that I eventually just, I, they were, they are ready. I also had, I also worked on this um, FinTech app, yeah? yeah. And I think it was, is it prime investment? Like, and one thing I, I do about my project is I like to give them like, names. Like, okay. I, I like to name them. Them and the yeah. personal. Yeah, no, excuse me, yes, yeah. yes. It's always personal. Like the food app, I named it Cory Clan. And I spent days looking for names of my project. project yeah. Cory Clan, it took me, took me a long while to actually find the picture. Then this, I think the music app, I, I thought of deals. Mm. Then the FinTech, I named the prime investment. Wow. My audio book, I named it Zen book. So I like to like, name them. So I, like, I... So from what you are saying right now, I want, I want to understand something. It was not like you had like, projects like actual real projects from the beginning you just started uh, just create projects from yeah inner yeah and faithful studies yeah i it took a while before i actually got like a a real mm. real life project i was always working on i always thought of something and i would put into into design you get yeah the when i think my first very project i don't i don't that design so i would say my project first very project was the eos music app okay so i I just thought about thought about it and I started writing, started sketching and all of that. So I always most most of when I started designing, I I I, I thought of my project. I they were they were what was the word now? I w- I don't want to use the word fake projects, but they were Yeah, imaginary projects. Yes, they were imaginary projects. Yes, that you gave real life problems yes, to solving. Yes, yes. Happen. And I gave them real name so that it felt Real. Real. Because it was actually a real problem you were solving. Yes. Yeah. So, and I, I also, like, what, what I also noticed was, like, I always used, I, and basically, I did everything like it was a real project. I never used uh, all these Duran soft copies. Like, okay. I created my copies. Okay. I created, I looked for my pictures. Everything were just, I just made sure everything were perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it was, I was delivering to an actual client. Yeah. You get so. I feel like that was also what helped me along in life. Those are the kind of things that like that helped me. But I had the opportunity to actually work on in a, on, on some project, you understand, from the beginning because I had friends and all of this things. Mm-hmm. But when I noticed that okay, I started getting like my own skills got got um, sharpened was I started teaching. So my okay. my students were asking, Oh, um, would you do this? Oh, can you do this? Oh, what of if we have this kind of problem? How do we design something like this? Yeah. And that was so I noticed that whichever way if anybody wants to actually be I'm good at something, we also actually put the day to day practice. Yeah, so, yes. Because I, I noticed that personally at the time I was like, if ever for at least I would spend eight hours on Photoshop every day. And mm. that really sharpened my skill. And I think that like that's one thing that a lot of young designers that are trying to, you know, acquire new skills should yeah. actually do. Mm. And that's Amazing. I really celebrate that effort of yours. How have you been able to overcome most of the challenges that you encounter? How do you, is it that you get to see someone and uh, correct you? You know, I know yourself, that's a designer. How are you able to actually overcome some of these the challenges that you encounter at, 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 the, at the process? See, one, one thing I learned in design, design, yeah. my design journey is that whatever problem you have, yeah. someone has already had a problem. Yeah. I, was, that, I feel like Anytime I'm teaching my friends stuff, I always tell them that 
See, you are not the first one serious person that your problem is not structured. So you don't have as experience this problem. And there will always be a solution. Do you understand? So like that, that that's the mentality that I always carry. Yeah. You get so whenever I, I was having issues, I have issues, but I was having issues with at that point. I know that I will definitely find a solution online. Yeah. You just have to search, honestly. Yeah. You just have to search. Well. Me, I'm very sure that. You are going to find it. Whatever you are going through, even if I don't know whether I, I can't think of anything right now, think of anything that, you, that you've ever experienced. If you type it, I'm very sure so, yeah. you are going to find it. It might take a little time, but you find it. And I feel like searching online is also a skill. Yeah. You search. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yes, probably from a search engine. Yeah. So that, that's also a skill that some people and everybody should like try to so have. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I used to tell people to as well. Like, what, when I search for something on the same platform you search for something, we will not get the same results. Honestly, because, yeah. if you just try search, search for something else, you find different ways. You get yeah, different results. results. Yeah. That's one thing like, you should always, like, should always like, put into mind when you're searching. If you're searching for a particular thing, maybe you're trying to solve a problem and you're, you're not looking for it, just trick, trick your question. Your question yeah. you honestly, find it. That's, I'm very sure that uh, that's I mean, that's very helpful because I know that like a lot of people don't know that like actually using Google is a skill itself. Honestly, yeah. and you know it is you know until when this chat GPT um and all of this AI um such as coming, as not a lot of people know that like you know prompting is actually a thing. The prompting is a thing, and that challenge you just mentioned. Yeah, something happened with my friend. Yeah, okay. she was trying to was oh, was it a step a final year seminar? Yeah, okay. So it was about suicide. Questions on some songs that I can't even remember. Okay. Well, it was about um, suicide agents around the whole. It was, it was, a pro, it was an academic work. Yeah. But then she said to her, and, and the girl was like, ah, oh, like, he found. Yeah. yeah. I, and I took a system and I spent five minutes on it. And honestly, yeah. everything that I gave her was what she was. She was required. And I had the same, for, I had the same for, experience. For, you know what? I had the same experience too. Like if we, um, I think it was um, analysis. You know, this an- an- analyzing uh, a particular project. You know, when you want to analyze um, a particular, maybe a book or something. Yeah. I, 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 when I was doing it, it's for someone. Like you know, you have to like study of documents. So the person was like, you have to like, how would I um, analyze this document? You understand? Like you know, they call it the Isaac um, analysis generally. Yeah. You know, they say you analyze maybe a project or a book or, or yeah. something. And I was like, you can use chat GPT. And the person was like, it's impossible. Like she has tried a lot of this. And, and it didn't work. And all I did was just a simple prompt. Like, and it brought all the answers. And she was like surprised. I like, how? Honestly, I just took the system that the reason I was amazed by myself. I just said that, how oh, this thing is. We all started with the year. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that's what we're in outcomes that we just think that some of the skills that some of us have, we just think it's just a. A, a normal skill that everybody should have. Yeah. And it, it is it is something that is more valuable because of why I think that they can just do things themselves, especially with the rise of this AI and all of those things. Yes. You know, me being a professional, I already know the kind of language to um to prompt mm-hmm. the engine with. I know what to say and all of those things to get the results that a client will not get. Or, of course, we have the same tools in our disposal. ChatGPT is free. ChatGPT is free. And everybody can use it. But what I will write to give you the results that you need for your business is going to be different from what you use. That, yeah. that, that's that's where experience also calling in. Yeah. You know, it's your experience that makes you know what to say. They don't have any experience. experience. And that feels like oh, I can say something else. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. And uh, whenever anybody's like scared of like the rise of fear and I just say them like, 
If you are telling the world you are doing, come on. Honestly, the whole AI topic here is not even going to start going anywhere. But anytime I see all the designers are going to go down here, I'm like, you guys just rest. Really, just rest. What are you saying? Really? Like, like, are you? I just feel like who would I even see that whole contest of AI is coming? Yeah. Wow, thank I feel like that is important. Yeah, like exactly. people are trying to get attention because anything here, yeah, you know, people will jump on it. Because I don't know why people like here yeah, to get jobs out of designers. If you if you really know what you're doing, if you are really a designer, mm. I mean, we should you should not care of anything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I I I think that's that's like that's the way to think because you know. There is so much fear for actually people that want to come into this um, to, to the industry, design industry, and they are looking at go here as the or the job that I want to just start creating. What you should do is that like like there's still a lot of opportunities. It's so easy. Yeah, you just have to know how to use that skills for your own advantage to create more, maybe faster. I think AI is just a tool to create faster and to get more accurate results and all of those things. It's not a tool to. It's just so refined. Yeah, fine. It's not. It's not. It's just like for me as a designer right now. I think that. Because it is impossible for AI to have the kind of emotion, to interpret emotion the way I will interpret emotion. And I think that that's, that's one thing that we have to understand. That like, what do I have that AI does not have? And we should be able to just infuse that. Yeah. I think it's the lack of, deep, yeah, it's a lack, lack of deep thinking that makes some people think that AI will take their job and all of this stuff. Anyways, I think you're an amazing person. So building a, a portfolio is very crucial for designers. How have you been able to like build portfolios consistently like portfolios that you can actually show clients because i know that like you know portfolios are your uh, is a collection of your best works and i believe that you've created a lot of works of course you know that like you yeah, have amazing projects mm -hmm. how do you know which one to actually show your clients which one should um should stay back you know how do you relate your best work that, that that's one thing that every designer is always always there's always yeah a kind of thing that you you're always overthinking Picking projects for clients, they well, if if there are some things that you just have to like close your eyes and do, because you just keep overthinking and keep over yes. putting everything. So I just you know what what, what project I get at your best work, you know deep yeah. down, deep you down, know yeah, deep down, yeah. So just just close your eyes and pick. pick. I believe that there are some there are some projects that you do, but uh -huh. they don't necessarily have to be on your portfolio. on your portfolio. Yeah, you know, just maybe tiny work. I just feel like. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those folks are the kind of work that they are just on maybe on your social media account. Yeah. You get. But the major works are the ones that look very portfolio. Yeah. Okay. I I believe that in the in the UI UX world, the design trend changes quickly. It is before you years there's another there's another kind of like um style, there is another kind of like way of doing things and all of those things. So how do you stay focused on your style as a designer? And not just um, divert into trends, and still keeping yourself updated with the trends to as well. How do you infuse that into your work generally? Now, when we are saying trends in your UI website, the truth is, things like product design, basically, yeah. you can't you can't start like when I see some something online, I don't take my mind off it because yes. in the real world, I'm sorry, your design cannot even work. Yeah. You get so as much as you're saying we're, we're trying to be trends and there are some things that don't stand out. Yeah. You get you can't there are some buttons that I see that some people use and I'm like, come on, this, this can't work. Oh, you get so you just have to know what works in the real world. Do you understand what what there's there some things that don't basic standard like 
the way the way a home page is going to be like yeah. maybe yeah yeah the, 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 the different styles you know yeah but when the, when it starts to become like how oh, is yeah. it so i one thing about me is i, I just always um, select yeah. what i feel this this will work this okay. will work well. and the fact that this is not even a poster design this is all a yeah well, you know this is not just a random design. Right. Some product that people would actually interact with. This is their people. Now, I feel even even poster designer people interact with their eyes, you know. But like yeah. this is something that people interact with, with on a daily basis. Yeah. You cannot just infuse just because you just feel like using um something something flashy. Yeah. yeah. You feel like it will work. Yeah. You have to just decide what works and what doesn't work in the real world. That's me. Product design works. You know, I, I, I always think that, you know, product design from, from the beginning, I always think that it's just, you know, to create something that is actually just, you know, usable. And at the point, as I think, as I am reading up on some books and I noticed that, okay, like this is about actually making, you know, um, users, yeah, when yeah. to find information faster yeah. or to, to just solve a problem yeah. faster. It is maybe, it is not something that they might not be able to get um, on a normal um, day, but it just makes it maybe faster or it makes it smoother. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that it is one thing that it, it, that it is one thing to be able to create beautiful design. It's on that be able to solve problems yeah. that makes that particular thing work faster or maybe like smoother. Like for instance, now food delivery apps is to uh, make the process of delivery of um, of ordering yeah. faster. Now if app now like spend hours on an app to order for food for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. it it takes away speed or different like using the app. So and a lot of like apps now have that problem that you have to now spend a lot of hours trying to look for they become frustrated. Yeah. Which food to uh to pick, you know, um how many um wraps of whatever you want to take is that is supposed to take. You know, they don't make most of those process easy. And I think that that's what you are supposed to be are supposed to make the process of everything that you are doing simpler. And easier, and you know, your checkout process should be faster. I don't want to spend hours. I don't want to input my card today, and input my card tomorrow, mm-hmm. and all of those things. And I think that that, that deep thinking makes UI UX um, so uh, amazing. You know, you were talking about the fact that things will not work in, in the real world. You know, mm-hmm. there was a time that I I, I worked on uh, on a particular project, and I noticed that the developer would be able to actually develop what I did. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that like what I did will not just work in the real world. And you know, in my early days I just felt like God, like so there is actually a way. It's not just about the aesthetics. Yeah. It's not just about the beauty of the use. Yeah. It is about the not you have to think about city people in mind. You have to think about okay like the beauty. You have to think about uh the um, how usable is the product mm-hmm. itself. I also now think is this design, is it um replicable is this so is this something that is possible to be developed with the tools yeah. that we have right now yeah. can it be developed yeah. and you know for me as a designer and a lot of people as a designer as designers we just want to just create stuff you know we can create anything with design mm-hmm. tools, or we can go wild we can go crazy with stuff and we forget that there is someone that has to develop this thing yeah and we just don't know that like yeah this thing might be almost impossible to develop or maybe the truth to develop that is not right or maybe even the person that has the projects does not have enough budget to pay developers to get that kind of um allies to replicate that kind of design. I believe that um you as a product designer, you can't just um jump into a project alone. You need a lot of collaborations. I want to understand like what's up, how have you been able to like use collaboration? Can you share with us a project that 
collaboration played a very crucial um, part. Well, I'm going to let me talk, let me talk about my um, most recent um, project. Okay. I'm working on um, an edtech. Um, I'm working on an edtech startup. Yeah. Okay. You're giving edtech? Like yes, edtech, yes. Yeah. We were trying to create um, a website, okay. like a landing page. Because okay. that was not the real, real, the real project is uh, the real um, product is going to be like a dashboard okay. where they can see all of their stuff. Okay. But yeah, they, they need somewhere to land on first before they can create, sign up and log in into okay. their dashboard. So okay. it was supposed to, the, the first that was create a website. You know, I I would say collaboration was with them when, because I'm the only designer on the team at the moment. Right. So there's more so much. It, it, the collaboration is between I and the stakeholders and I and the developer. Yes. You know, working directly with the people um, like, like uh, in charge of the project, you know, they are the ones that have the vision. Y- yes, they have the vision, their money is on the line, yeah. you know, it, you know, all these memes, all like where the, the, the client say once it took somewhere, okay. you know, that I, I, I really experienced it recently, yeah. but I won't say, you know, the, we can't say the experience was bad, because the experience is, is what, what built us in the end, yeah. you know. We're communicating with them, like they have access to the file and everything. You know, we, we went back and forth meeting, me trying to explain why this is here, my design process. Yeah. And they're trying to say, oh, I, I, I'm respecting the designer, but they say there's no but. Let's just, you know, yeah. you have to have really, really explain why I did this, why I did that. Yeah. You know, collaboration with developer in terms of you have to make the design ready for the developer. Yeah. Apart from you bringing, text and images, okay. you have to make design ready in sense that it's facing yeah. consistent typography, sizing and everything. So it was if it, it, it has been an amazing experience anyway. So yeah. And I, I, I celebrate that because you know I, I feel like you know a lot of um designers, especially young people that want to get into design have to know that you won't just um be an island of your own so mm-hmm. you have to there are sometimes you have to answer to a lot of people if you actually no, as a, as a, you are design, you have to be ready for for collaboration and communication me i i am I'm, I'm not so so good with communication there are sometimes that is always you yeah. honestly don't want to talk to anyone right now i just but you have to because someone has to work on what you're working on okay. so you have to be able to even communicate your process what you were thinking about your thought process there are times that i had to explain this was what i was thinking why i came up with this yes. you get so you have to really be ready to communicate and that, that will bring me to a particular question yeah. and uh it's about you know you as a designer you have a way of doing things like we said you have a style of doing of of a style like so, like this is the way i think this is my philosophy about design mm-hmm. this is how i think design should be and how are you able to you know bring the vision i believe that the, the, the clients to as a vision they have something in mind how are you able to infuse those two, those two things into each other for it to now um not clash with the well the, with what the clients have in mind and at the same time you know going out of line of your um My your style. Style, generally how are you how have you been able to do that i think that that's where that's where the whole restoring content okay uh, after and uh, we talked in fact and one thing that i will I want, I want to say is if you have to really communicate with your client. Yeah. You know, like you think you think that somebody knows or knows like maybe you feel like somebody knows what they want. Yeah. You have to ask them over and over and over. See that that's where brainstorming comes in. Yeah. 
I have to like we the first time I met this guy, we had a meeting yeah. and after the meeting, we all thought that we understood each other honestly. And I went back home and in fact that's what I had another meeting, like I'm sorry, I think we need to talk all over again. Okay. Do you get I, it was not like I didn't jot this down. Okay. But you are not the one that had vision. This person has probably been thinking about this project for yeah. how long, and you just came in, yeah, and you feel like oh, you understand. It's real love. You have to talk to them over and over. So after talking to them, that's when you now sit down. Yeah. You don't even have to go to your 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 yes, your, yes, your, yes. your tool first. You yeah. need to just sit down on paper and the and pen and, yeah. and just write down everything. Just think everything through. Yeah. You get so. I think that was what I, I, after, after I had two meetings with them and I started to like immerse myself in the whole project, okay. went through an uh, inspiration site, just can go through everything. Yeah. So what I think I, I also had this kind of mood board thing. Okay. What, what I, what, what, what I envisioned the project to be like, like, you know, and at some point I think I created like two versions for them. But one thing about creating versions is that I knew you should just they say you, you can't don't give the user too many options they, right. everybody they will be confused yeah yeah you can't give someone too many options so yeah. i just make sure it's not it's not something that eventually you not be confused you not go back to when where you're never coming from so i that, that that's that's it yeah <laughs> you know i i i am still like understanding of what you just said right now because you know when it comes to well, giving people different variations for them to choose from, you know, it make it gives them so much options for for them to now start say, okay, can you pick something from this one and put in this one, and uh, can you do this one? Is that one the final one? See that thing, that thing where I I think I was watching a YouTube video where where, where the person is a brand identity designer. She okay. She was she was saying something about like she doesn't even give back. She gives them one of one 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 side. Okay. Like like wait, I think she was asking a question that. How many variations do you have to give? And she was like, she has never given a client more than one. She's only one. And I was like, why? She was like, why? And she said, people will start picking one thing from here. They will not have to be, start being a mix of all kinds of things. Yeah. You get so. She said she gives just one because she doesn't want where they have to mix her ideas in one. Yeah. And that one is more dangerous. Well, I think that this 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 is this this is a very complex um topic. Yeah. Because. Um, as a young designer, one of the things that you would um, use to find, um, how would I say it right now, you used to find favor in the ice side. Yeah. It's creating different variations. Yeah. And one thing I learned over the years as I was um, becoming a designer that became, once I became excellent to be able to now say, I can give you one design, I am sure that all the aspects is just work around it. You know, it takes you, um, it takes it takes a level of professionalism to be able to say, okay, like this one design, out of everything I have created is what I think that is the best for you. Mm-hmm. Once, once you start, um, the, at the level where you are starting design, you you might have to give variations. But what I would advise, I think it was Chris that was saying it, that what you should do is this. You should make sure that the difference between the first version and the second version are not so much. Okay. It's a very simple trick that, yeah, they'll see it's different, but it's not different. You understand? It's just something very simple that if they had to just, you can say you should adjust something, it's the same, the same thing, mm-hmm. which makes just a little mm-hmm. difference. Maybe you, like maybe the text or something, or maybe the icon is just for text always. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I think that this is what a lot of young designers should know, that when you are starting, you might need to actually give variations because it takes a level of you being professional. If you don't yeah. want to, 
if you don't want to just give nonsense, something that is mediocre to your clients, that you just want to see, you just choose one. Even yourself, you might create a lot of versions and you don't even know which one to give. <laughs> you understand? When you just start creating. So I feel like where you should is when you are trying to create variation, once you find the click for just one particular stuff, because there are some situations where the clients request that, please, would I, I would prefer to fight you to get variation. <laughs> yeah. You understand? So what you should do is make sure that your variations are very, very minimal. Don't try to create major differences yeah, yeah. in all of these things. And I think that's an amazing thing in like, your process and all of these things. And it, you know, because you have, that's what I'm saying, like, in like less than two years, we are able to actually like, create stuff that people can actually say, like, yeah, this is good enough for me without saying that, yeah, I want this, I want this, I want mm-hmm. that, I want this. And that's an amazing thing. How do you balance functionality and aesthetics? I know that you've talked about it before, but I want to understand, I want to understand what's your process of this stuff. How do you, um, create beautiful stuff and at the same time make sure it works <laughs> I, I i i i would just say this this uh, i'm sure some people have heard um, about this design principle where just putting the things you need then start bringing tiny tiny things okay. you understand start with the clean plates clean slates okay bring it in major things okay then once you're done with the major things then you can start putting just tiny bits yeah. tiny salt I need this. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I, like, what you mean is, like, focus on what actually is important. Yes. So, let me ask this question then. Aesthetics or functionality? Honestly, I'll, I'll pick functionality. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I, 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 I'm I sure you are, you are thinking about it because I am a... I, I do more product design. Yeah. So, you know, there's... I'm, I'm trying to... Everything I do, I, I try to put in design principle that I've read of you you get yeah. I remember a particular room right now where you even if you you don't it's not going to be functional yeah make it aesthetically pleasing that yeah. it deceives the user that it's it is the functional yeah do you get so I, I just remember that now yeah. see I, I I would say they both work on it hand but right. in the end if it's not aesthetic enough aesthetically pleasing people would want to yeah because I think aesthetics um gives you the edge in competition you know, because people would like I, I find like for, for instance now there are some fintech app in Nigeria right now that I just when I enter the app I just feel this looks like a scam. These people will take my money away. And they look the same like every I, other. I, it doesn't feel like they, they will work on it. That because yeah. can you not can you not be aesthetic and you look functional? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because, they, because they work on it. Now. Because when it comes to for me as a brand designer, I feel like. Anytime I see a product, because anytime I go maybe to a store and everything, what makes me choose um, a, a bit, what makes me choose anything to, to buy is how it looks. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I feel like for this thing to look this way, it's yeah. not actually good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I think that that's one thing that we have so to do. So it's a Yeah. So I, I think that because, um, for instance, in, in, in brand strategy, when we want to do products design, we make sure that like, let's say, we are doing stuff for kids right now. Mm-hmm. You know that the kid, the, the the products are not um are not designed for adults. So we know that like when these things are on the shelves and maybe in stores, we make sure. Let's say we have characters on the product design. We make sure the characters are pointing down, so they are looking directly into the children's eyes. Mm-hmm. And that is wow. strategy. That's mm-hmm. like that's functionality in the aesthetics. So it is. It is. It is still. 
functionality, but at the same time, it is the, it is in the aesthetics. Yeah, you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So we are not making, we are not making, for instance, like if you go into a store, you see maybe like a product with a superhero. You, it, of, of course, the superhero might be looking up like this. But no, the eye in design, for a good product, uh, the packaging designer, the eye must be looking down to look as the, the age of the people that, that it is targeted on. It won't be looking, the eyeball won't be looking up. No. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I believe that that's aesthetics. But in that in that aesthetics, there's a lot of functionality in it. Yeah. And I feel like those things work hand in hand and we should not separate them. Yeah. I feel like the same um the same um how would I say now? The same same kudos that is given to a UI that a UI designer should be given to a UX designer. So yeah. I and I and you have been able to like combine it two and that's like an amazing thing. I feel like, you know. Um, this is what a lot of people don't understand in in in, in, in around the world. I want to ask you a question right now. Why, you know, why have you? Why did you combine UI and UX together? Those things are they are they are two different things, even though they are like in the same industry. Why did you combine the two of them together? Now you know now it's it's almost like we are, we are comparing aesthetics and functionality, right? Yeah. The the truth is the both of them eventually work hand in hand. Yeah. You understand? If if it is going to be if you're working in like a maybe a large company where there's a UI designer, yeah. there's a UI designer. Yeah. I believe like you have the freedom to choose one. Mm, I'm, I'm going to say the at the end of the day, I don't I've, I've never really worked in that system before, but I believe like whatever is going to be um like released by the UI UI designer, yeah. the UI designer has to even eventually check on it because she was the one that like did the whole wire program. Frame, yeah. You just you just went with the um with the pattern of the whole thing. Yeah. Script, like... Yeah. So if you if if I just feel like if for for me to like be able to excel out there, I I needed to infuse the both of them because you I can't just I can't design a a a, a product that is not functional. What, okay. what nobody's going to use it. Yes, so for me to be able to do something amazing out there, I needed to. Design it too. I need yes, I needed to go into UX design. That's why I said I went into UX design first. So that I needed to I understood the whole the whole um, idea of everything, how 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 products is being yeah. the features of a product, what 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 things to take when do you understand? Yeah. I think what this is what a lot of people don't understand about Nigerians. And <laughs> sincerely. You know, a lot of people think that like because you go into UI UX design and all of those things you you are UX design that you must be just good at one. Nigeria is a country of two hundred and two, like two, two about ten, two hundred ten million people, and the competition is crazily high. Yeah, and I noticed that I personally, I'm 2017, 2018. I am a graphic designer, but I learned Premiere Pro 2018. In that certain time, I learned After Effects, I learned Photoshop, I learned Illustrator, I learned everything that had to do with the Adobe Suite. Why? Because the competition is so high that you have to be so functional in a lot of things. Yeah. And this is what has made like us like as Nigerians to be able to have like an edge, like to be very, very creative. Because you know that like yeah, I'm competing against like 30 million creatives in my industry alone, in my own country. Not not top of a lot of other places around around the world. The competition is crazily high, and you can't afford to be mediocre in any of those fields. Yeah. People might say that, like, ah, because you're a UIUX designer, that means you must be mediocre in one of those fields. Mm-hmm. And they don't know that, like, no, what has made, what has pushed us to this extent is the fact that 
we are able to sharpen our skill as Nigerians because of the population. And I think that's the same thing that has come upon um, places like Bangladesh and India and all of those places. Is the fact that this, these places and even China, there is so much population. You know, population can be a lot of disadvantage sometimes and it can be an advantage for people that actually know what they are doing. The fact that, you know, there is so much competition and you can't afford to just be mediocre. The same thing happening for, you know, the Afrobeat, the, our music industry as well. There is so much people singing. There is so much, there are a lot of upcoming artists coming up. You have, to, you have to be able to do something like that. Yes. Yeah. And there is a lot of people chasing you. And I think that, you know, I, I want to ask sincerely, you being a Nigerian, your encounter with international clients, as you being a Nigerian, has it affected anything or has it been to it, it has it benefited anything? Life, life is how you see it. If if you if you see the way that I, because I'm a Nigerian, that's why I didn't get hmm. get this particular. I, I I I that then if if you if you start to feel like that, yeah, that you are you are it's going to become like that. Yeah. So whatever opportunity I I, I lost, yeah. I just believe like so it's not just me. It was either like it was not just meant for me or I, I don't I don't even put it in my mind that it was because okay. I'm a Nigerian yeah. or because I'm a female. That's why I, I didn't right. I didn't get, get this job. You get I don't believe that I you get so I, I never think of me being a Nigerian as 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 if I wanted to myself. Because a lot of people have thought of okay, like there's some kind of like disadvantage and some kind of excess. But I, I, I've lost several several international. I remember a particular client contacting me about what was it? Was it a car? It was it was it was a product for I don't know. Just in, in McDonald's, there's this. I think I can't really remember the name. Kiosk. Okay. Kiosk app where where users and customers can just come in and okay. type in whatever they want. Okay. It's like and like an ATM kind of. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's like like a mid, a big screen. Okay. Where you can just order. It's just like the app on the phone or okay. a large screen and it's always in the in the in the McDonald's and okay, stuff. Okay. So you, that was that was what the project was for. So you, eventually I, I didn't like uh, yeah, get the stuff and I just feel like just... there, there's something called product okay, strategy. How you know the way you have to there's a way you have to plan everything yeah. for it like as much as we are we are uh, worried about this that yeah. We're also, we're also trying to, to make money for the business, yeah. you know. Yeah. Retain clients, retain customers for them. Yeah. Bring in new customers. Yeah. So, and you can't do that if strategy is the beginning of everything. Yeah. Do you understand? Okay. So, you can't, you can't, um, what's the word? Can't drop that step. Yes. So, that, that's one thing I'm trying to read on now. That, that's one thing I'm trying to read. I want to ask you, like, if there is one book that you would, like, encourage any young designer to read, what book would that be? Young designer. One book that I, like I love. Yeah. This 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 is for it's for you. I did I read Factoring UI. Yeah. I I really love that book. In Factoring UI. In Factoring UI. I can't remember what the, the author is. Yeah. yeah. It was. It really explained like broke down UI. Things in UI and everything. Really broke it down. So I really love that book. Anyway. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to ask you, like, for like from what you said, uh, recent right now, um, between the user and I know that, like, of course, you're working for the, um, you're working for the clients for whoever the project is for, but within the user and the customer, who exactly are you more dedicated to? The truth is, you can't be more dedicated to one person, but 
if you say you're dedicated to business, you just do something, something. So that you, because now, when, when you say you're dedicated to business, you say that you just look for a way to just make customers pay for something. Yeah. That's about you want to design, Very, that's put just, it in their front. Yeah. But if, if, if you are focusing on now in business and the client is not happy, who, who, who is going to? Yeah. At the, at the long run, yeah. the, the business will be affected. Yes. Yeah. So you have to. I feel that that's what you get is the UI basically. You bring in the user to a particular media, yeah. The business to a particular middle and like picking in yeah, yeah. Yeah, satisfied yeah. at this point. I yeah. think that's the same thing about sales. I think sales they said sales is um the point at which you think you are um you are getting not value that you are giving. And I said, like, yeah. I'm, I'm paying for this thing, but I think that this thing I'm paying for it, nah. I'm getting more value than it. Mm-hmm. You understand? And you think that, okay, like, yeah, I'm giving this value, but the money I'm collecting is more than the value yeah. that I'm giving. So I think that that's, that's the point at which sales comes in. And, yeah. and that's, so everything should be 50 50. Yeah. Okay. So, because the users have to be happy, the business, business has to be happy too. As well. The user being happy makes business happy. happy. Fast. Beyond technicality, what skill do you think makes a UI UX designer better, like a better designer? No, I, I, would let me, let me just speak for myself. I, I, I believe me. I, I don't know what I want to use that. No stopping. Yeah. You know, it's just me not. If I have to get the of this thing, okay. That that energy for me as well has really helped me. Yeah. You understand? I want to get to the root of this. I want to see the end of this problem. Yeah. That that's what has really helped me in my. Okay, so like. But from your point standpoint, it's still resilient. Yes, I'll, I'll say that. That's that what I've been upgrade through my journey. Yeah. So, like, because I believe that you have sometimes it's like it's like a problem solving stuff. And... You you have. Because you, no matter what, how you're trying to say you are innovative, mm-hmm. someone has done this, someone has failed on it. Yeah. You have to find a way to be better. Better. Do something better. Yeah. You understand? So, so I, I want to ask you now, beyond you being a UI designer and all of this, how how has this creative process affected or domesticated your personal life? As I know, as well. Okay. Like, I believe that, like, you being, like, the, the road at which your 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 work, um, being a UI designer, how has it affected, you know, your relationships with people, like, um, your connection with people, like, your family, like, your career as a UI designer, how has it impacted? I feel like UI UX has, you know, it has really affected the way I see the world. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, honestly, I, I won't say I was the person I was, I am the person I was three years ago. I definitely am not because have my, 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 my mentality, yeah. it has really changed. My thought process has really changed. It has really affected, no affect, he has changed the way. Yes, I've seen. I, I see the world. You know. Right now, like the fact that I'm always wanting to solve a problem, wanting to see the end of this thing. Like I'm going to, I'm going to solve this. Okay. You know, even even when I'm relating with my friends. Okay. Yeah, they, they they just sometimes they just randomly make guess of me of how, uh, if I want to teach someone something, yeah. I always want to make sure they get it. Yeah. You know. I'll, if I'm going to express something to you, I'll explain in five different ways yeah. that will make you understand. You know, it's like I, I just want to impact somebody with knowledge that I have. So I feel that has really, really 
affected, changed how how how, how I see the world. My ability, uh, my wanting to solve the problem, just wanting to you know help someone. I also feel I also notice that my creativity has always has affected me in such a way that I want to help 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 someone. You know, what if you come to me, you why know, I I I'm trying to give you some well, okay, I don't I just find a way. Okay. I just find a way to just get help you solve it, you know. Okay. You know, that's that's why I feel. So Ju, I want to ask you a question. This is like the last question. Okay. This is how this is the question I asked of when um God was creating you. Yeah. I believe he has something in mind. So I want to ask you. What do you wish from what from who you are beyond design, beyond your creativity, beyond your UX? What do you wish wish what do you wish exists because you exist as a person? What do you wish this world is going to get because you exist? Because I believe we're on the Clarity Podcast and um a lot of people, a lot of us creatives, we are very skilled. We are clear on the who we are serving and all of those things. Mm-hmm. I want to, but well, sometimes we're not clear on actually our actual destination. I, I, there was a time I spoke with someone, and when I told him about my, my project from all that, then said something that was stuck with me. Mm-hmm. It's been a year, but it's, it's still, it still rings in my head. He called me at the movie talk. So, I would want to live to that expectation, you know, okay. create something that would last. Okay. Steve Jobs is is is, is gone now. His 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 work is still like his product still. Okay. He, he still uses it another life. Yeah. He still lives on. So I would I would want to be able to leave something behind. Yeah, that's that stuff that you want to be behind. What I'm asking. Let me explain to you right now. I as a person want to be able to help 10 million brands communicate their big ideas. I I want to see people because I told so much while growing up. I was the dullest person ever. Even when we were 15 in the class, at least I was 45. And I always find it hard to communicate myself. And at a point, I think that it is not just the fact that I was dull. I was just not in the right habitat. So as I grew up, I find out that I feel like there's a right place for me to be, to be able to express yeah. myself, to be able to perform to my full capacity. And I want to help a lot of people express themselves and perform to their full capacity and put them in that mindset of where they are supposed to be, to be able to perform their full capacity. So that's what I want for the world. I want 10 million to be able to identify, communicate their big ideas. Okay, clear And I believe clarity comes from our greatest struggle. Your greatest struggle is a direction to who you are meant to be. Let me put this this way, just like in the Bible. Moses was deep inside water and uh, he floated to Egypt. And his major problem that he had to solve was to pass the Red Sea. <laughs> Jesus was the son of the carpenter, and at the end, he was crucified with nail and wood. Have you seen a pattern there? Yeah. 
So, and we have a lot of people like that, that they add things in their lives that your major challenge is a pointer to who you are and who you are supposed to be. And it's, it gives you clarity. Your challenge is actually a pointer to, so actually the clarity to who you are supposed to be and what you're supposed to do to the world. So I want you to like right now, because think, how has your major challenge lately or in past days, how has it affected like your mind and okay, I don't want to see this that's happening to me in the world and I want to really change it. Or you don't have any challenge. You don't know. What do you want? You want to just be a designer and just go. Oh, right. You want to print businesses for your for your children <laughs> and just go. You know, wealth does not even last for more than three generations. What should be like if I remember from when I was a kid now? It's cheap. Okay. And yes, I'm all I'm all friends, classmates. I it was it was hard having my my own my own nasty people. Okay. Yeah. I But just different. I was different. I was I was just always it was was hard people me basically, you know, talking to people. Even even if we talked and everything, I just didn't feel like that your people I just didn't feel that connection. Yeah. It, even when I was in primary school, it took a very long while before I finally found. Okay. This is so. Yeah. Even the soul that got me. But you know, you now, if I say you have 10 friends, okay. I, 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 I don't have any child friends. Okay. I don't have any child friends. When I got to secondary school, I mean, I think I, think I had friends still. Maybe. SS class, it's a word. Okay. Honestly. So, fifteen and I've always been in trouble. When I entered UIT, it was girl and boy, eventually talked. I, I feel like I'm always trying to be, maybe eventually be closed in, or I don't know. Okay. Like. And how has that been restricted you in any way? <laughs> or how has, you know, how have you been able to overcome that and you overcoming it? How has it benefited you? Or you not overcoming it? I want to understand, like, what are you saying about it right now? I believe that right now you are gaining a little bit of, okay, like, you know who you are right now. So, like, about natural, I don't know why, but then people Okay. I believe that, like, basically, it's about, I don't think we should fit in. Okay. Generally, there is. And I was trying, trying to study the reason people actually blow the coach. The reason people uh, become celebrities. And I noticed that there is nobody that's actually uh, at its peak. That's that. And that's the major, uh, um, that's one of the major reasons for, for the Clarity Podcast. Like, so for you to identify that thing that makes you special and how to infuse it in, like, in your own life. Yeah. Because if there is there is no use in being like everybody. Because that means you are replaceable. And so, and so I believe that like you could help people to actually own it. People want to be that. People are in the same challenge. People have the same challenge. 
you have millions of people that have the same challenge. How can you help them? So own it. Every <laughs> time we went on holidays in school, secondary school, and then I was because I didn't have any friends. Yeah. I didn't have any friends in school. Yeah. I was always trying to meet. Yeah. I read. I feel like that's what made me excel in science class. I read science books. Okay. I, I, I was very, I, I am very good in biology and physics. I, I just didn't get chemistry. <laughs> it was never my strong spot. Well, because of, of, of how I read, I, I was very good in sciences. So I feel that, that, that alone, the fact that I, I, I didn't have so much yeah. to focus on, yeah. you need me focus on who I was to be focus on. Now, Remember when I said to upload in this class, I, I, I don't remember right now that around that time my grades were started to go down, figure okay. that out thing. Okay. So I feel like you can create a community around people that actually have the attitude of being alone. Now, of course, everybody has to have social skills. It's, it's important. She does social skills. I think I, that, that was exactly what I, I, I really have. Okay. I think that like you've been able to do that. You might just not know. But I feel like for me too right now, I, I would say I don't have social skills. But the fact that I was able to get something that I know that people want, it made that skill a social skill for me. I don't even understand what I'm saying. The fact that I have something to offer to to the world. And, I said, and the people that asked me for that reason, it made that a social skill for me. You understand? Social skills are about interactions and all of those things. But if there is nothing to interact with, like yeah. if there's, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If there, if you have nothing, let's just imagine I was not a designer. I just went to school and all of those things. And yeah, there was nothing. There was nobody to talk about design with. You understand? There was nobody to talk about clarity with. There was nobody to talk about, you know, the same thing. It is just, it is, you, you only socially interact with people that have the same mindset as you. Yeah. Yes, so I feel like you could just teach people to own their, uh, their, what I call it, ultra-fertile states. So own their, their, their aloneness in creating something big enough that people will be attracted to them. They don't have to go out to actually meet people. People come. They make mm -hmm. themselves madness. I, I, I feel like I, I, I kind of relate to what you just said. Just that I was trying to say something the other time. Well, how I overcome this in the sense that I, I, I didn't want to use the word, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I, 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 I basically didn't give a fuck. I, ma I made it look like I was the real deal. Are you guys are not spoken? Exactly. Like, I feel like that was all like, remembering the, I, I remembering the way I carry myself, the way I, I just started to behave, like, you guys are not shit, Mark. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the real deal, you guys. Yeah. So, I made it look like I, 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 I am, I am the one that's fun. Because actually you are. Do you get? I I made it look like I I would not want to say I made it look like you know you know when when the the, the one day we because pull it yeah. that was why I I I basically turned the thing around like I am the real big one you guys are not shit so you guys have to come to me I feel like that was where I I overcome it okay. in my mind like not wanting but actually staying on your own yes, I'm not attracting yes, I'm not wanting to I don't want to be in your in your, your clique in your clique I am I'm, I'm me and you guys should even come, come to, to my clique yeah 
Oh. And how how are you able to advertise that they should come to your clinic? Because I believe everybody's selling themselves. You, I don't know the way I am carried yourself. Yeah, the way I I tend to behave. No. For these things now, there is a lot of people, there are a lot of children being bullied. Out there, there are a lot of people that children that are alone. There are a lot of children that are like they're just the only child in their family and they don't have opportunities to play with other people and they have very low social skills. There are millions of them out there. Your your sole reason for, for going through those things is to be able to share a story with those people and teach them to actually overcome those things. There are a lot of adults that they even in their workspace, they don't know how to actually stay on top. They don't know how to um, have uh, to be on their aging. A lot of people that they are even in a lot of like executive um races, but they they are doing their work for the ninja. Yeah, they are sitting yeah, in their But you have been able to like okay say yes, I don't give a half about whatever, and this is how you can drop nuggets about those things. You can build a life about those things. Even with your UIUX, it can be something you preach about it. That's to be something. That's you have to be clear that yeah, this, this is the reason. Because if you don't have a reason for doing something, you know, as time goes on, you just lose the reason. You just lose uh, the drive to do something. There has to be a reason why you're doing something. Because right now you have a social skill right now that made you to be invited for this podcast. If you don't have like this skill, you'll be invited for this podcast, which is no that which means you have no interaction or social social interaction. So, but because you have this particular skill. It made someone like me to say that, like, yeah, this person is somebody I really want to have on because of she's maybe able to be something that I really think that a lot of people think that is valuable. So I think you can advise people, you can show people that, like, if you can do this, you can actually attract more. So can you put it towards for what you want to do? How to help people own themselves? How to help people? Yeah, I, I don't want to use. I don't want to use confidence. Why not? I don't know. Generic. Yeah. Whatever. Wasn't it? It's it's the. Can't say what people do. Just embody themselves. Like, okay. I want to help people embody who they are. They are. Their true self. Right. You know. Embody, yeah. like own their true self. Yeah, just like so. I want this is me, and I yeah, and I own it. Yeah. So you want to help people own their true self? Yeah. Yeah. How? Like. Yes, you can say by by. Create by learning new skills, by becoming. Exactly. I feel. Why am we doing women? My different, you know. I feel we are saying the things that that are there. I can't like express. That's yeah. that's the whole sense of character. Yeah. Here, everything you are seeing is just eventually me. Huh. I remember all, all those times where I I wasn't I I I had no friends or whatever. He said I was reading. You know when when I was still when I was still. Like in junior class, yeah. the whole idea of skill was not there yet. Yeah. So it was just my books, and I wanted to be the best. Yeah. You know, in my class, I was maybe that could be something that yeah like about. I was, I was, I knew I was. I, I times I was always the math for class, yeah. and I wanted more. You know, 
in science courses, then go to HS class. And I think it was around that time I felt like I need to learn a skill. I don't know that I'm excited learning that. We were basically one of the things I I I I have right now. I I, I was self taught. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when I was in SS world, I was teaching myself how to make bags, yeah. making bags from from just yeah. old clothes. Okay, okay. I would put in hardcover, some other stuff. You know, I was just always wanting more for myself. Yeah. Learning, doing so at least I'm able to have a skill, yeah. do something. Get, then after then was when I got into business and then design. So I think the way really embody yourself is, yeah. is, is to is to have the value that people people would want. Yeah, and they can come to you. Yeah, valuable so that people like in fact you don't have to start shouting for yourself. Yeah. You know you're valuable. Yeah. Naturally it attract people. Sources attract people. Yeah. And once you have a skill that you can you can you can monetize yeah. something great yeah. for yourself. People would call and you would be the one picking, like, I don't yeah. want to, you know. And that's, so, an, that's an amazing thing. I, I really think that you have something unique. And I'm very sure that, like, uh, with time, it's going to grow. Because clarity is not just a destination. Yeah. Process. And I, I am congratulating you for finding and unveiling and uh, becoming more clear today. Yeah. And uh, I know that, like, um, if you can focus more on it, you become more clear and you have clear direction and pathways. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm I'm really glad that we we got to do this, and this is this is this is so much fun for me. So thank you very much. I uh, I hope you would come again. Like, yeah. Very soon. Thanks right. for having me. It's my pleasure. So thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Clarity. If you find this so valuable, I want you to like, comment, do anything you like. That share someone that you know needs clarity. So clarity is something that everyone needs because without clarity, we just be roaming around and just be going towards places that you think that is right but it's actually not right but if you can actually sit down and actually get clear on where you're going to you'll find out that your journey will be faster so until i see you on the next episode stay amazing stay clear stay creative i'm fajabi david I'm, I'm i'm really glad i i i came for this session you know things i i thought that we did that i couldn't even express myself he helped me like, come to light of those things so I want you guys to continue watching this podcast. Share, comment, and like. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.